Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. Welcome back. We are back. Is there a song that comes to your mind when you say the words welcome back? Welcome back, Cotter. Yeah. Welcome back. Now we're dating ourselves. Stop it. Dream were your <laughs> ticket So, Anne, you went on an Icelandic adventure, and I'm sitting here watching you or looking at you with a fucking broken arm. Yes. It's a it's a broken wrist. I'm sure. Broken oh, wait, wrist. It's a fracture, which apparently is the same thing, but I don't know why they call it a fracture. Busted. busted. You're busted up. Yeah, I got my official cast today. Thank God they put it under my elbow because I went in for a temporary cast on Monday. We got back Sunday, went in on Monday, and they put it above my elbow. Could not do a damn thing. I was like in shock. I couldn't even put on and off my contacts. I was a mess. Couldn't get dressed. I was just feeling way sorry for myself. I, I can't even imagine. You guys are so funny because every time you go on a vacation, it's not a vacation. It's an adventure. Oh, you went on yes. like a 16-mile hike. You sent pictures out in the middle of fucking glaciers <laughs> by yourself with hiking sticks. When I saw that you had to wear like ice spiked ice <laughs> shoes i was like what by the, the way fuck? those are called crampons which i'm so lame i thought they were <laughs> clampons because clampons make much more sense to me but they're crampons crampons well i don't know but those shoes look like what i'm, I'm like this is like serious oh, they're wearing oh, it was very serious gina and that was the day after i broke my fucking arm unreal i broke my wrist on day two and I did nothing about it, it but took some Advil the entire rest of the time. You're such a badass. I am more of a badass than I thought. I was dying because when you guys, you guys left, you went left from here and you went to Seattle about, I don't know, two or three hours after you left, I get a text message from your husband <laughs> that says, I'm getting off the plane and bumped into a guy and pissed the guy off and he wanted me to drop my luggage and throw down. What the hell happened yes yes i was dying no I'm like you haven't even been where <laughs> no not only that i like pushed the guy what happened was you know how you get out of the plane and you do row by row yeah well some girl and this guy were standing behind us like rows behind but they were just standing there and you know how people stand in the stand in the aisle big yeah. fucking deal you're getting out row by row so all of a sudden, Dan gets out, totally oblivious, and then I'm next to him. So I start to get out, and I see them standing there, like, looking at me. I go, do you guys want to just go? So they walk in front of me, and the guy yells at Dan and says, okay, big guy, you can't even let us get by you, da 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 and I, and I get pissed, and I said, because Dan was clueless. He had no idea what these guys were talking about. <laughs> and I said, we're following the rules. We're getting out line by line. Yeah, there's protocol. Yeah, he goes, we have a connecting flight. And I said, so do we, asshole. <laughs> oh, God, this guy fired me up. But just to give you the looks of him, he was about 5'5", five, five, heavy set duffel bags and, and really short hair. So he was just annoying anyway. So then this guy's yelling at Dan, who's, you know, in front of them. So Dan steps aside to wait for me even. And the guy goes, okay, old man, you can't even do And da Dan Ooh. goes, fuck you. What are you do? Who are you talking to? <laughs> and so at that point, we are right by the, the, the cockpit. Mm. Nobody says anything to this guy. The guy turns to Dan and says, oh, what? You want to throw it down? Oh my and Dan's like, what? And I go, and I stepped in the middle and I pushed the guy and I go, I said, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. And I was pushing his chest. I, I oh, was, my God, oh my Anne. God. And I don't even know what came over me. What happened? He got, he ran his little butt off. I mean, he had a connecting flight. <laughs> 
then all of a sudden everybody everybody's like what happened i'm like what happened where the fuck were you people when we were getting a fight with this guy <laughs> they're like that was totally rude of him yeah it was where you were think? you <laughs> oh my god i had no idea when Anne oh, or when was so dan funny. said that you pushed a guy i'm like okay you accidentally bumped him and the guy got pissed i had no idea you oh, it was actually so lame. pushed no him. i actually pushed him to get <laughs> i'm like get the fuck out of here dan was standing there like almost like this guy was like throw down your bags and dan's like okay I'm like what is happening <laughs> we're trying we're, to go to iceland we just want to yeah we're on a layover here and then of course we leave and then we're kind of like shaking like oh my god that was that was wild <laughs> that's a way better than it came oh over on god. Text. oh my god it was actually great we felt oh very god. like fired up after it because I was, was dying because it really was not our fault. If we had done something idiotic, like jumped in front of somebody, you know, yeah, yeah. being assholes, we weren't. This guy was the asshole. Well, people piss me off so bad <sighs> on planes. They take fucking forever. It's like, grab your bag and get your ass moving on because you're holding up the whole rest of the plane. And then there is a protocol. It's like, okay, this row and then that row. You don't just step out in front of rows and also, go in front. if he said, and I said to, I forgot I yelled this. I go, why didn't you just tell us or ask us to go? And he didn't ask or say, hey, we've got a connecting flight. Can we go? They just stood there like fucking idiots. Like you're supposed to like know. Like we're supposed to know, staring at me. And I said, do you want to go? And they're like, yeah, thanks. And then they started yelling at Dan. I'm like, what the fuck? What? Just tell us you have a connecting <laughs> flight. We'll let you go. God. Yeah, that was like two hours. In. That was two hours. I'm like, I told Troy, I'm like, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. They've only been gone two hours and already they're getting in a fight with someone. But but you guys weren't surprised because you travel no, with us and things no. just happen. Things, shit happens when you guys travel. And there's always every a story. Time. But this time it was I broke my arm yeah. and we had an edible evening. Uh-oh. Um, quick story. I... I don't do edibles. I'm a fan of my wine. Uh, my husband, on the other hand, prefers an edible every once in a while on the weekends. Instead of the drinks, he'll have an edible. Um, talked me into it. And we were going to a seven-course meal. I was fighting him the whole time. And I go, all right, just give it to me. And this was your fancy mm -hmm. restaurant. Fancy restaurant, fancy night. Our, yeah. our last night there. An hour in, we're at the restaurant and it hits. <laughs> and you've seen, you've seen Dan. Oh, he yeah. gets the giggles extremely bad. Well... I can giggle anyway, but I felt them coming. It was so embarrassing because we were laughing the entire time. And one of the waiters came up to service a, me a thing. And this guy looked funny anyway. And the fact that the edible had hit right then, he has this platter of meat on this piece of wood. And he's like, this is your next meal. It's being slow roasted. Da, 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 da. And we're staring at it. And he's just standing there at our, and I felt the giggle starting. And he just stood there. He wouldn't leave. And Dan said, and it's kind of a famous thing we say at these nice restaurants. Our daughter said it to us one time. If you don't know how to eat something, because they're prepared, you know, they serve you things that you're like, how the fuck are we supposed to eat this? Yeah, yeah. You say, how do you suggest we eat this? So I knew it was coming out of his mouth. <laughs> Dan goes, how do you suggest we eat this? And I start laughing right away. And the guy goes, well the chef has to cook it first <laughs> and, then, and then he just stayed there standing 
sitting there. We're like, what are we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be admiring the raw meat, apparently. Yeah, ooh and on. The minute he leaves, we absolutely lose it. I'm sure that people were looking at us. My eyes felt like they were so puffed out. You know, I was looking at Dan going, your eyes are puffed out. I feel like mine are. I felt so out of control. <laughs> I'm like, never again am I doing that. I can't handle that. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say that he said, well, with a knife and fork. <laughs> what, what do you mean? How are you supposed to eat it? And then Dan said later, he goes, did we ever get that meal? I go, yes, it was the meat that we ate. <laughs> Jesus. So bad. Oh, my God. That's anyway, hilarious. Anyway, that was our trip in a, in a nutshell. And oh. the camper van sleeping wasn't that bad, except that I told you I lost my prescription glasses yeah. in the camper van. I don't know how that happened. Very bizarre because the camper camper van's not that big. (laughs) There's only so many places those glasses can be. Yeah, and I couldn't find, I never found them. (laughs) For three days I looked for them. Oh, my God. Anyway, so much happened this week. Yeah, there was a lot. And it was, uh, it was a lot, you know. Holding down the fort, Anne, when you were gone, because I apparently lean on you a lot. When, I, I when have to say, you did here. so well. I was looking at our social media. Were you proud? Were you I proud, was so Anne? proud. I was so excited. I was like, let me try to help. And then I realized I am so out of it. I don't know what's been going on at all. Like, I can yeah. look on social media. I was on my phone. But I didn't know what anything was related to because I hadn't watched anything. Well, you, yeah, you really have to be dialed in. Uh, <laughs> You know, throughout you the day to know well. what the hell is Thank happening. Thank you for picking up the slack. Of course, of course. <laughs> okay, so Chris from MAFS mm. Atlanta is going nuts. And he's telling all these rumors about Eric and Virginia, that he found out that they filed for divorce. Or I guess they had filed for separation a long time ago, but they wanted to film. In April. Yeah, the next like series, whatever the it was. The couple's cam. Mm-hmm. So they kept it quiet. Which is surprising because I don't think Eric could fake it. Maybe Virginia mm. can, but I could not see Eric faking it for a paycheck. No. And then he alleged that Eric got a DUI. Well, he kind of showed the receipts mm-hmm. or somebody did. They they posted the receipts, but he's a pilot. I know. I mean, you so can't just make good. comments like that. No. I mean, it affects his job. Well, and he was making comments about, what was the other guy? That was on it. The, Jake. Jake. Yeah. He was just spilling lots of shit on a, on all these lives. It's like he's going to spew all this stuff now because like he, he hated he the production. He has all this information, mm-hmm. which who knows if he has any. I don't think. Who's going to confide in Chris? Who's going to confide in him? But he said well, he had exactly. dirt on everyone. Yeah, on every single every person. Every single person. So was he keeping a notebook the whole entire time? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, but no one backed him and that, that's what he's no. pissed about and, well who's gonna back him up no one. everybody's still connected to the show in some way right um he even said that he was living with mercedes that girl when he was applied for the show and that they searched him out they wanted him to come on mm, yeah i doubt it he's he's just mm. a lot right now he brags quite a bit mm-hmm. he talks about his business which i thought he lost his subway He's just so too. recently posted all of these old newspaper articles, magazine articles, all these accolades about, you know, going from living in his car to being, you know, homeless to opening the restaurant. And he's the youngest restaurant owner and all this stuff. But that was such a long time ago. Yeah, he's that's going to be his story to fall on. Now. It's his story. He wants because he doesn't want this to be his story. The whole thing is a mess. It does make me wonder, like... How well are they vetting these people? Do they want people like Chris on the show? 
kind of seems like they do. I know, to make it more exciting. They act like they vet everybody. Like, this wasn't the guy we we knew, but they knew he was living with Mercedes. So that seems strange. Yeah, there's a lot of question marks. Mm-hmm. Lots of question marks. Um, And then Brittany, the Free Brittany oh, movement. God, that's so sad. And it, it really was denied. Her, oh, the, it was? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mo- removing her dad from the conservatorship was denied. And then her sister said some weird shit, too. Like... Not really. And she said she was supporting Britney, but it didn't sound super supportive. I heard people saying that, you know, she it's like, oh, now you're coming out. Where were you this whole time when, you know, you were getting paid by her. So was your father. Like everybody's being paid by Britney. Right. Um, And she's like, you you don't know the half of it, which I don't believe we do know the half of it. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah. So she was trying to take her live off of Instagram and everything. Well, yeah, but it's been reposted Mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah. But where's her mom been during all this? Like her mom hasn't said a word. Mm -mm. So it makes me, it does make me wonder like, what don't we know? Maybe the dad is a piece of shit, but there's got to be more that we don't know. Because why would the mom just, and the sister too, just allow it to happen? I don't know. But when you hear Brittany, it's like she's a child still. Oh, she's, she's she's very stunted in some of the growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, remember? years ago when she was on America's Got Talent or something as a judge she seemed very normal and cool and adult and informative like she was helping these contestants yeah I I don't know how you come up like she did you know like a Disney kid although Justin Timberlake did it but his mom supposedly was very hands-on very protective swooped him away from you know situations didn't let other people get involved and was really careful to make sure that Mm. he wasn't overexposed or being taken advantage of. And maybe the dad wasn't opportunist and just wanted her to keep, keep going. performing yeah. and, you know, keep that paycheck coming. I don't Crazy. know. It's weird. Know. It's, it's the whole story is wild. I just, I feel bad for her. Now she's in Hawaii with her boyfriend. Yeah. It's still, regardless, it's just sad. It's just the sad. whole thing with her yeah. is just sad. It is. So what about those PPP loans that the oh, bachelor and I was reading up on that before took. I came over here. It's not a good look <gasps> for Tasha, especially mm-hmm. because according to what I read, she has a $20,000 PPP loan for Tasha Adams media that she said was a loan that was going to be used to hire an employee, but the employee was laid off at the beginning of COVID. I don't know. It just seems unethical. Yeah, you know? and Nick Vial came out and talked about it and said, I understand the the reason for the PPP loan, it's there to be able to pay your employees to function during COVID. Social media is a job. However, you were still working during that time. Yeah, and Jason Tardick came out and said the same thing, which was interesting because Caitlin and Tasha are supposedly yeah. friends. Yeah. But he didn't name her specifically, but he said he had an opportunity to take a PPP loan too. And he didn't do it because he didn't think it was the right thing to do. And he made a good point. He said, during all of this time, social media influencers, online social media activity went through the roof because everybody was COVID. Mm -hmm. So there were more opportunities than less opportunities. So why do you need the PPP loan? Plus, Nick Vial said, you know, being a lead as Colton, Ari, and Tasha were, those are the three that were kind of mentioned most. Dale Moss, although his wasn't distributed yet yeah. or dispersed. Um, they get a lot of opportunities as the lead. Yeah. You get, you get paid as the lead. He was saying, you should give the money back. Like, just give it back at yeah, this $20, point. $20,000. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, she should give it back. I was surprised Ari Luke. What's his name? Luke and Beck. Yeah. The race car driver. Mm -hmm. He got a PPP loan. I don't know what he does now. Does he have a corporation? He was he was a realtor. He may have been affected then. Yeah. I don't oh, know. actually, yeah. But yeah, not a good look for Tasha no. at all. Well, and the reason why it's coming up now is because now these things are made public. You can see it's public who gets record. It. <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. I know. You have to prove that you paid your employees with the money. You well, have to show good. where all the money went. And if not, you have to pay it back. Well, so good luck we shall trying see. to get it back. Uh, right. I don't know how they do that. And then you we, you watched Too Hot to Handle on Netflix last yeah, year. Yeah, I'm on episode five. Thoughts? It's good. Not as good as last season. Not as good as last because they jumped in right from the beginning and started losing money immediately right like, right there was right. no lead way there was no you know time when they weren't they were kind of like well shit i don't care let's make out i don't which care i think if is we're gonna really lose funny money. because they all watched the show like they didn't know they were gonna be on too hot to handle yeah they told but the minute else. they did the minute they were told it was too hot to handle they know how it works you are deducted large amounts of money for anything you do yeah they didn't give a shit they didn't give a shit which kind of <laughs> it kind of loses <laughs> a little, a little bit. bit i would say Episode five, it turned better for me because I was like, I don't know if I like any of these people. Well, there's two new people that just came in. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But mm -hmm. it's yes, I am watching. I like Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one good. of those total guilty pleasures that you could just leave on and let run. Oh, this is the horniest group of people I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. I'm like, they could not control themselves. No, it, it's I I don't I was never like that ever. I can't remember ever being like that either. For when the first girl walked out and like they focus on their ass cheeks for so long, it, it was just like they they wow have, they have amazing ass cheeks. Yeah, like, they do. They all are wearing the Brazilian bikinis and they look fantastic. Amazing. The one girl is so damn though. <laughs> oh yeah. The, the is she she's British. Australian or British? Emily. I, is it yes, Emily? M, M. I can't get over some of the hairdos. Like that main kid, Emily, the one that Emily likes. Oh, that's a bad. He's the, the not very curly, cute. The curly front. They all think he's so good looking. He's got real bad skin. Yeah. Poor guy. He takes a good picture. His social media I saw. With, mm, yeah. It's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. We're so stupid for watching that damn so, show. But I, I, love, I love that shit. Oh, speaking of, we talked about The Bachelor for a second. Have you seen Colton's latest uh, photos? No. You haven't? No. <gasps> I, I'm still a and, little behind. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, Do tell. They Excuse are, me if you hear some pounding. That's just my cast. cast. It's my cast. <laughs> Wait. Oh, you have to see him. I, I, you Wait, know what? what are they? Show me. They're very risque. Oh. He's Is feeling he skinny? himself. He, no. he seemed like he was losing weight. No, no, no. He's not skinny at all. Ooh. They're very sexy pictures. They're very good pictures. I never found him that attractive. I, I know either. a lot of people did. I don't either. You know, me and the blondes, I'm not really that I'm not blondes. either. Also, the guy on Too Hot to Handle, the new British guy that comes in, they keep saying he's blonde. He's a he's ginger. Not, no, he's not blonde. He's a ginger. Scroll through those. He has <gasps> two earrings oh. now. Ooh. Two dangly earrings. <gasps> is he naked? Well, almost. Oh. Uh. So is he modeling? They, yeah. they look uh, like model They pits. look like model pits. Oh, these are very good. Yeah, he has a very mm. good body. I don't know about that. The, the cigar? It's the cigar thing. He's not yeah, holding it know. right. So he kind of looks like Kenny. Like in the black and white. Mm. No, well, oh, so 
I okay, so I've heard a lot of rumors. We're talking about Bachelorette. I won't. This was the, the oh, <laughs> the one. oh my gosh, should we post that? He's yeah. This wow. one is very which one? George Michael. You know, because yeah, George Michael he, with the earring you know with what? the cross. He kind of does look like George Michael. Yeah, I was surprised to see the double earrings. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was always so conservative, but now he's feeling comfortable. I'm, just, I'm waiting for the tats to come. Did he ever have any uh, tattoos? I don't think so. They're going to be coming. Hmm. Um, Bachelor in Paradise. I saw some couples yes. that came out, and I won't say because I actually don't even remember the names. But I saw. Oh, I Ke- remember. I saw Kenny could be mm-hmm. with somebody. Kenny. Should I say who else? I only remember the second. Who else? <laughs> Grocery store Joe. Oh. I didn't um, see that one. And Kendall's also Ooh. on the island. Really? Yeah. They talked about that, though. She even talked about, she gave interviews saying, I don't think I would ever go on if he's on there because it would be really awkward. Do you think they would not tell her or tell him? They would because that's just shitty. Who's hosting Paradise? Remember all the comedians? Paradise? Yeah. Oh, I thought it's, that was The Bachelor. No. David Spade? David Spade. No, that's all. That's Bachelor in Paradise. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, Okay, well, well, it's going to be good. I'll s- reserve my comments yes. for when we start talking about Bachelor. <laughs> well, let's start talking about it. Yeah, let's. Bachelorette. I, I will say that because it's two hours, both times when I was catching up, I was falling asleep. It's a lot. It's a lot. I've been watching it on Hulu. Oh. It's like an hour and 40 and no commercials. Well, we it fast just forward. It keeps going, but I don't even have to hit the fast forward. Ooh, it just keeps going. Nice. So they have to watch it the day after. Where did you leave off? So you saw... I mean, I watched everything, but look at for four hours. I have two things of notes because I am so fucking bored. I, I'm just so so Thomas. I mean, let's just Thomas. I didn't hate Thomas as much as everybody seemed to want us to hate him. Well, I think it was a stretch and I didn't like the way that she kicked him off because she didn't really have any firsthand evidence. The guys all didn't like him. I think they took something he said and they blew it up into, I don't think they liked him, period. And then they took what he said and kind of blew it into a bigger thing than it actually was. I mean, he left quietly without saying anything. Yeah, he just like left. I mean, I'm sure sure he's at paradise. Oh, 100%. I heard her on Nick Vial and Nick said, I don't, did we miss something? Because you said all these things to him, you're unkind, you're this, and Yes, he was annoying. Yes, he talked a lot. And he was very flowery in what he said. And he seemed like he was falling in love very quick with no one-on-one date or anything like that. He wasn't unkind, But he wasn't unkind. And she said that he admitted, Thomas admitted to being mean to one of the guys. And she was like, well, I really like that guy. He's really nice. So she took that as that was unkind. I don't know. It seemed like such a big buildup. I don't. I also don't think he's that attractive. They acted like he was the end all, be all, and I'm like, yeah, he's okay. He was very tall, but yeah, I mean, he's a good looking uh, guy. He'll be at paradise. I'm sure he's there. Hunter is annoying the fuck out of me. We did find out he had two kids. I think he is going to turn evil. We've seen in previews something goes on with him. Well, yeah, in the wrestling thing, he just oh, goes crazy. Right. Now, Katie said. Like, if you think Thomas was the mean guy, that there's another guy that's even meaner. And it's got to be Hunter. I don't know who else it could be. It has to be. Didn't see much of Greg this time. We got Blake. Blake was Blake the came unexpected. Back. Is Blake attractive? Nah, not to me. I don't think so. He's got very pretty eyes. I didn't but... find him attractive on Claire's season. Now, she said they barely had any communication. A little bit. 
on the DMs. She still says that that's all that happened. She said there was only two guys that she would have wanted back. Dr. Joe and Blake. You know, if somebody was coming back from another season, those, those are were the, the two? only two that she would keep. Hmm. It's going to be interesting to see Blake come in with these guys. Are they going to be nice to him? Yeah, because Blake's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. She has some really nice guys. So what about Michael? What it, I mean, his story is heartbreaking. He's the single dad whose wife died of uh, breast, breast cancer. cancer. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's I think he's going to feel like he needs to go. I don't think he's going to stay. I feel like he's going to take himself out of this. I kind of hope he does. Why? Because <laughs> I... <laughs> Are you Let's bored? just like cut to the... Cha- I'm so bored. No, like, I'm so like, bored. Cut t- it down. Cut it down. And again, Tasha and Caitlin, there's a couple times when it's like, okay. But when they... When they're, they, they're there all the time. They're there all the time. When they come out, it's so robotic. They come out... And Chris Harrison did it. I whether or not he was necessary, I don't know. But they take turns. One of them comes out and says, "Lady or gentlemen, the final rose," and then they walk off together. Like send one out. Why do they? Why do they have have to do everything together? And then the next time after the rose ceremony, then they come out again, and the other one takes a turn. It's like Jesus, I'm over it. I think they're a good group of guys. I like them. I think I already, there's been rumors who she's picked. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I'm like not into it. I like Katie. I think the Thomas thing was so over, so drawn out. I was like, oh my God, enough already. I, I don't get why you guys hate him. Yes, he's annoying, but Yeah, that people why have else? done way worse. Yes, he wasn't. Way worse. He admitted to, yeah, possibly I would like to be The Bachelor. You think none of those people want to be The Bachelor? Please. You're not all going on there because you're in love with fucking Katie. No. You're going on there to hope to be on Paradise if you don't get picked. A very, very small percentage of them actually are there because they want to find a wife. And, Let's and be honest. And there's how many of you? 30 and you're all vying for one person's attention? Mm-hmm. One person is the winner? Please. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. To me, this is not a good season I'm, I'm watching but I fall asleep and I don't care I don't go back <laughs> yeah. like I, I don't care that it's much. not riveting it's no. not really entertaining it's kind of the, recycle the same thing mm-hmm. over and over I don't love the resort that they're at oh, it, it looks, looks so dry dry in, in the middle of depressing. nowhere why did they pick that place well they had another place picked in Canada that was really nice but they because yeah, of COVID, but there's no go. other place I, I, in the go, U.S. You know what? Honestly, go back to fucking La Quinta, in La Quinta, La Quinta, or that Pennsylvania place they oh, were at. Yeah, why can't that they was go a nice her? place? Huh. What about those Great Wood Lodges? You know what? Oh God, the Great Lake Lodges. <laughs> yeah, they have water slides <laughs> and amusement park. Like, shut that shit down and take over. Also, it's like Katie wasn't worthy enough to go to the one that Matt James got. True. I mean, like. Give her, give her a chance. God, and then I feel, I feel like oh, the girls Michelle. are getting shit. What's the girls Michelle are getting shit, get? but what's Michelle going to get? And is it going to be the same bullshit? Maybe now because we're out of COVID, sort of. I, I really want, um, I really want Paradise before Michelle. I don't think we're going to get it. You don't think we're going to get Paradise before Michelle? When is Paradise? Well, they're they've there, already filmed they're, it. They're filming now. I think they're still there. Yeah, so. I think they filmed it. I think it's done. I don't know. I mean, so they need, we need paradise. We need, paradise. We need a break from yes. fucking Bachelorette. Yes. We need paradise and then give us the Bachelorette. I think Michelle in deserves the break because nobody's going to want to watch. Nobody, no. I would like to know what the ratings are because I bet they're I down. don't think they're good. 
Poor thing. I All know. Right. Speaking of uh, ratings, I don't know. I think Shaw's are, is getting great ratings. Shaw's is it's delivering. so fucking good. God, we have the aftermath of Destiny's Halloween party. <laughs> wow. We're How Destiny. controlling is Mike? Oh, my God. Scary. That's fucking scary. Well, but that's who he is. And, and production caught it. When they got in the car and Paulina got in and he said, do not say a word until we get home. He's a piece of shit. I, I shook the way that, De- thank God Destiny was yelling. I love Destiny this episode. Yeah. I don't like her that much, but I'm like, fuck you, Mike. Yeah. I mean, she did push him and she was. She was a <laughs> little aggressive. It. it was a little much. Yeah. But um, if some guy I was dating told me to not say a ooh. word, not to say a fucking word until I got home and I, and I did nothing, I would blow a gasket well and paulina opening up to destiny she was confiding in destiny so destiny knew all this shit so she already didn't like what mike was doing paulina was saying that mike didn't consider what he was doing cheating it was kind of like porn for him yeah but he's also done it which i thought he was cheating like 10 times before Mm -hmm. during the relationship Mm -hmm. so i have no sympathy for paulina she totally knows what she's getting herself into and they're still together so it's really annoying so Go ahead and do your I thing. also hate, ugh, I hate when they're walking in a room and he goes, oh, this is my better half, Paulina. That bugs the fuck out of me. You're, it's so patronizing. He's like making everybody think that he knows she's the better half. Yeah. When in reality, he thinks she's less than him. Of course. that's the way he treats her. Yep. And that's why she's getting more drunk and more drunk. Because she doesn't even know how to handle it. And she's scared of him. And that's why Gigi's so pissed off. Oh, it's yeah. Like, go ahead and do what you're you're going to do, but don't lie about it. Oh, we know who you are. Absolutely. The next episode, like, so that happened. And then this week, the guys are, they're so sad about Mike. We're going to take care of Mike. And let's let's support Mike. Like, what the fuck are you talking? What are you supporting him for? Yeah, poor Mike. And why? I didn't know that Nima and Mike were such good friends. They, they actually did start to become better friends this season. Because right? Nima doesn't really. Nima well, doesn't Nima, really Nima and Reza weren't friends. Nima has MJ, though. They don't like Nima. They don't. I think they think he's not a real shop. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a real Persian. He's not a real Persian. Well, he admits he's not. He didn't really grow up. Remember? He grew up in the States, in the U.S. Yeah, but his parents got divorced and they didn't, you know, he didn't even learn, he doesn't even speak the language. Right, the traditions he mm-hmm. doesn't know and he ha- doesn't have a lot of Persian friends. But he wants to. Well, like, yeah, he really wants the, to the dive in. Yeah. I know, I, yeah, feel, yeah, bad I feel bad for, for him. him. <laughs> but they don't like him. I think he's the only one that has a real job, real money. Yeah. Well, Reza is like still doing real estate, I guess. Uh, here's the thing with Reza. I think he probably is still dabbling in real estate. I think he's looking to make some quick money. I don't know what happened to his Reza hair care. Well, he's wearing stuff. that shirt every chance he gets. He's wearing that shirt. Um, he's another one with the the Fendi and the late like the labels. It's like okay, you want us to know you have money. All but right. he doesn't have that much money. I don't think he does. Well, now he's writing a book. That now he's writing another, a book, another book from a Bravo celebrity, another which, book, which all the Bravo people will buy. So I think it's a smart move. Why not? Yeah, it's about his life. And he tells a story about being, you know, Jewish and Muslim and not being accepted by either culture and for his sexuality and all that. And I will people buy it. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know either. I don't know if he's as big of a draw as like some of the housewives. Yeah, I don't think so. I think his story is interesting. His story for sure is interesting. Yeah, I just don't know how interesting. When uh, he has to ask his friends like, do, what do you remember about me when I was younger? It's like, and this is your story. Here's the thing with Reza, because I don't trust him. Oh, I always yeah. wonder like, agreed. is he going to embellish this story mm-hmm. or what? Mm-hmm. Also, when MJ had the girls sleepover, she invited Paulina and Mike said, we decided it wasn't right for her to go. Hell no. He but, decided. Oh my God. I, Paulina. She likes this. She likes the guy having control over her. That's what she's used to. That's just sad. So what about the guys um, kind of saying, or I don't remember who it was. Oh, they were, they were uh, playing that party game and they were saying, who's the biggest gold digger? And they're like, Mike, Mike. because Paulina has the money. Well, we know Mike has no money. No, he has no money. He's got all these failed businesses. Mm-hmm. Now he's living in an apartment. What was he doing on the beach with the straps and stuff? He was trying, it was his religious ritual that he was trying to bring peace before he had his conversation with Destiny. But that was quite an elaborate performance, in my opinion. Yeah. To go through all this, like, oh, now you're a man of God. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm really I'm Mike? centered now. Now, he does talk a good game. When he apologizes, I believe him. When he was talking to Destiny and he said, I, I hear you, I, he's good. He's because, a, because he's a schmoozer. He is. Because remember season one, Mike, we all love Mike. Everybody loved Mike. Mm-hmm. He was the voice of reason. He was the one with the money. He was he was it. And then we realized, oh, no, he's not it. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, it's God. all smoke and mirrors mm-hmm, with Mike. Mm-hmm. Now, did we need the scene of Destiny washing her car? That was way too that long. Was, Way Slow too long mo. and completely unnecessary. Yeah, it was like, what are you doing filling this time? It's I, I, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. It was a time filler. It was just dumb. It was like it was dumb. What I, and it was way too long. Like I get I get a quick scene of the slow-mo washing the car and that's it. No. Kept going and going. And was it sexy? No, oh, God, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> you don't wash your car <laughs> in, in short shorts? My shorty shorts? My Daisy hose? Dukes? You turn the hose on yourself when you're washing the car? I wash my car, but That's I don't look I anything wash like my that. Car. <laughs> my booty shorts and my hose. I know you do. I see you doing it. My neighbors just wave. That's right. Beep, <laughs> beep. <laughs> okay, married to medicine. Ooh, this was so uncomfortable because before the reunion, we have to talk about Scott coming down on vacation. I don't like any of it. I don't like any of it. I, don't I like thought any they, of it. they, I can't believe those other husbands were okay with this. Did happening. they know? Oh, yes, they knew. They knew why Scott was coming. They totally ambushed him. And in a public setting amongst friends was not cool. Okay. I do not like Scott. I think no. he is a liar now. I think he treats her horribly. And I think we didn't see it for a long time. And she was trying to have us see it. And we didn't see it because we thought she was kind of a bitch. Yeah. And now I feel very bad for her. And now she's broken. She's broken. She's very protective of him. Mm -hmm. And now we know that they filed for legal separation. Okay. So was that, was that real at the reunion where he didn't know? He was in the back room and... Who said it? Quad said it for her. No, th- he knew. I mean, he knows that they're they're legally separated. He just didn't want it announced on national TV. Well, he said that's like an ambush. Well, he it was that. an ambush. But he knew that she had filed. Oh, yeah. I think he knew. Oh. I think well, he just didn't. of course it was going to come out. I think he just Please. didn't want it 
discussed of on TV. Of course it was going to come out. So the other big thing, Toya's house is on the market. And she's acting like, be- she's like, oh, it's because we're getting such great money. Now, I understand that. Houses are going for a lot more than they everywhere. were. Everywhere. Yeah. So is it a good investment? But she like built this thing from the ground up. That sounds mm-hmm. a little fishy. And it's only a good it, it, I mean, it would only make sense if she's planning on taking the money and buying a smaller home and downsizing. Yeah, because what are you going to do? You're going to take this money and buy a more expensive home that you can't afford? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I mean, they couldn't afford their last home. It went into right. foreclosure. How they afforded this one is beyond me. He's a doctor. She doesn't work. I mean, it's still a single income. No, yeah. Doctors make good money, no doubt. But it's not like that crazy money. They were like, are you doing it because Anila's lives right around the, like she lives a stone's throw away yeah She's like no no i think she might be the next one who sells because she can't afford I did, it they're living in the house and it's but there was no furniture no furniture that kitchen was Ooh, awful two huge awful. huge islands with black, black and white splashed. zebra striped yeah. and, and no decor whatsoever i would like to see what the furniture is like in that house Oh, I think it's another maybe Jennifer Aiden style. Oh, very ornate. Maybe, maybe furniture. Maybe they're waiting for it to arrive from China. <laughs> <laughs> How rude was it before they made up? Toya brought text receipts that said that Anila hadn't paid for the hairdresser. And then Anila's uh. like, I paid for it. Here's my receipts. <laughs> I think it was Heavenly's like, I didn't know we were bringing receipts. <laughs> I know. And Andy's like, um, hello. This it's is a, a reunion. reunion. <laughs> we shall see when the husbands come out next week. But I yeah. do, I, I take back because I do feel bad for Contessa. I do too, and I'm surprised because she, um, I thought she would have a louder voice than she actually does. Well, that's what's interesting. I feel like, you know how they say people go on these reality shows, some do it because they're looking to get out of their marriage. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what she was doing. Either she thought it would save it, like, see, see how we're acting here, or she wanted out. Yeah. And I think this is her excuse to get out. Yeah, it's and I don't blame her. It's sad, sad, sad. Um, let's talk below deck sailing yacht. Oh my god, I will say that I think this crew and this entire show, this one in particular, was the best yet. Oh, a hundred percent. Every single one of these people brought something. Every one of them. Oh my god. Every one of them. And it's so funny because the um the picture that was going around of Sydney. And Captain Glenn. Oh, my God. That somebody posted and said, oh, here's the captain that she's dating. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not into jailbait. No, it's not. Our friend Jacques from the Unpopular Podcast has Allie on. And she spills everything because she's no longer under contract. She tells the story about that, that Captain Glenn let that out there a little bit longer than probably he should have. And they were laughing about it. Um, that was a good interview. That was a great interview. So if you want to listen to Allie... Pretty recent. I mean, it was after last the, week. Um, yeah, it was last week. Yeah, so it's really good on unpopular podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, so they did back to back reunions, which was yeah, interesting. I love that. Yeah, it, it was, was, and I, I, it was just so good. It, all, so much juicy information. And Gary was really a piece of shit, even a God. bigger piece of shit than we thought. Yeah, he had a fucking girlfriend. Had a girlfriend the whole time, and none of them said anything. I Dude, that, this cast kept it all they quiet. Did. I mean, I love how Daisy was getting more drunk and oh more drunk God. as the night went on. Hilarious. At one point, she dropped her bottle or her 
glass or something. I absolutely feel like that's what would happen to me. And she didn't give a shit. No. Uh, she was at the point where she didn't give a shit. Nope. Didn't care. She w- <laughs> And I thought she was friends with Natasha, the chef. I mean, she was friends with Natasha, but she was r- ripping her pretty good. Well, they weren't. I mean, they didn't get along that well on the ship. Well, they didn't, but they kind of yeah, came, came together. Right. And then she kept saying... You know, I I you, I really like you, but then she like boom hit her with something. <laughs> but shitty. so Sydney apparently never apologized to Allie. Like on this reunion was the first time Allie heard from her apologizing about the whole Gary situation and about everything she said behind the scenes. Yeah, and you could tell Allie was so hurt the entire time. She had just watched the most recent scenes, heard what Sydney said about her in the interviews. Sydney was just mean. Sydney looked broken oh, by the did. I mean she was just getting really beat up. So something Allie said on Jacques' podcast was that they all found out that Sydney had like a PR person. She's the only or one. A talent agent yes. before filming. Yeah. So was she doing a lot of this stuff to, you know, make it exciting? I don't mm, think so. She seemed really embarrassed. She did. But also, we found out that there was a lot of stuff going on in that hot tub. Ew. I know. Under the bubbles. Under the mm-hmm. bubbles. Between pe- Gary and Sydney. Everybody knew about. Yeah. And nobody said anything. Yeah. They, these people showed a lot, and then they didn't say a lot of shit. Yeah. They kept it to themselves. Man. So there's that whole situation where Allie was still very upset with Sydney. I mean, Allie's a very nice person, and I think Sydney's a good person, too. I think Sydney was just so embarrassed, didn't know how to apologize Sydney's a little different. Yeah, she's a little off. Yeah, she's a little different. The At the crossing, we didn't see any of that, but a lot of shit went down there. They were on there for like 30, 60, and 90 days. Why weren't there cameras on that crossing? Oh, that would have been such a good so little good. extra thing to throw out there. Definitely. And then we get to the, of course, jail and Danny. Yeah, the baby news. Now, there's a lot of conflicting information. Everybody is supporting Danny and not supporting JL. They're talking about a paternity test and why they haven't done a paternity test. And he, you know, he had excuses for for whatever. But she said to him, listen, I have not been with anyone else. And his mom wasn't very nice either. I think what happened was, I mean, you could see him talking to Andy. He's heartbroken over this. He's also 25 years old. Yeah, I'm not, not I'm not saying that gives him a pass. But can't you just see in the very beginning when she says, I think I'm pregnant, he's probably excited. He's nervous about it, trying to figure everything out. She's in her 30s. She's like, I'm having the baby no matter what. Whether you're involved or not, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then he tells his parents and his mom. And his mom's like, are you sure that's even your baby? And then he starts thinking, well, shit, you're right. I don't know. Now she's pressuring me. She's saying she's having the baby no matter what. I mean, can't you just see this dialogue happening in his head? 100%. When I saw his mom's comment, I thought... Okay, his mom got in his head. Definitely. Yeah. He's confused. And he's had too many people speaking to him. Everybody's upset with him. He needs to take that fucking paternity test. He's being a little shit right now. I do think he will step it up if it's his baby. It would be great. It sounds like Danny's not even mad at him at this point. She just wants like a father figure in the life. I don't know where she's living, if she's in New Zealand or Yeah, she's Australia. in Australia, I think. And he said he even considered moving there. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, maybe you should really do the paternity test first if you're that conflicted about it and curious. I um, would like I would love to see a recent picture of the baby because I, yeah. I also want to know how big that baby was. That's do right. we know? 
He's a big guy. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Could be very telling. Yes. Did we find out if Colin was still with his girlfriend? He is so fucking cute. I thought they broke up. Oh, Colin is so hot. He's very oh, cute. Oh, God. And then we get the news about Allie. Being pregnant. Yes. With, with a new guy, new boyfriend. Gary was shocked. He was shocked. He was shocked. Gary's a piece of shit. He kept playing with his hair the whole time and putting it up and putting it down. And even Andy's like, dude, what are you doing with your hair? <laughs> it's so gross. He <laughs> thought he was just so cool. Oh, and it was God. just obnoxious. Yeah. He was. He also said things like, well, you know, Allie didn't really like me very much. Now I know that. And she's like, fuck you. You know I really liked you. He's such a martyr. He's trying to spin it. Yeah, and even when they were on the ship, and remember when she like yelled at him like, you're a piece of shit, he was like all sad around her. And then she felt bad. She tries to make, He tries to make everybody feel bad. Like he's the victim here. Please, he's Gary. He's no victim. No. You're no victim. You're not. All right, below deck med started. I I was a little hesitant because it's Captain Sandy and Malia coming back, our two least favorite people. I know. I have a hard time with Malia. Also, I'm very surprised they did that because people really had a hard time with them um, and what they did to Hannah the last season they were on. So the fact that they brought those two back together is really interesting, right? Why Why would Bravo do that? They both got a lot of hate. Yeah. I don't know. Do I, I, well, you know, because I don't Captain love... Sandy's a woman, they want to represent well, I, a woman in the industry. I understand that. I understand that too. I'm sure she's a very nice person, but I don't love her as a captain. I hate the whole mentoring thing. I mean, I know it's probably really great, <laughs> <laughs> but she always says that. Like, I want to mentor her. It's like, oh, fuck. Okay, we get it. You're mentoring. There were so many misses on this show. First of all, the chef. The chef was... <laughs> Having a panic attack, he his knee probably barely hurt him. He just wanted off that fucking boat because he was overwhelmed. He couldn't do it. Of course, he could not do it. Why would he panic that bad? And then you know you could see him up all night because he's so nervous about this charter. And then all of a sudden the knee hurts. And then him saying, "I need to go out and get an MRI." Okay. Your knee's still going to hurt after the MRI. I mean, they're going to have to do surgery or something. What is what is the game plan here? Yeah, it's not going to get better. I call bullshit on the fact that Sandy and the, quote, crew cooked the dinner for those people. After Sandy gave last season Kiko and and Hannah so much shit for the taco or the uh, Nachos. nacho night. Yeah. And they put out some bullshit meat and lobster i mean well you're gonna tell me not one person on that boat knew how to cook or call to order fucking food exactly call and order food and then they try to do this steak and lobster dinner with like the most difficult thing that they probably could have picked google it captain sandy goes google it well she didn't know what the hell she was doing either no And, and i just can't believe that she would do that after all the shit that she gave everybody else for not being, you know, these people pay a lot of money for this food. And you're going to cook? Yeah, that was Please. embarrassing. That was I embarrassing. saw that food. I saw that steak. I went, ew, pan fried with no sauce, nothing. Gross. Gross. Well, the first clue was the amount of provisions at the Oh, my God. He ordered so much. He's like, is this too much? <laughs> it was like this huge Mack truck rolls up with all these pallets of food. By the way, and literally day what? So he... He's in there. He's getting it all set up. He's up all night. He wakes up and he's like, Captain Sandy, I think I can't do this. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so what's going to happen? They're getting another chef? What? I heard that Ben is coming. 
I don't know if that's true, oh. but that's what I heard. Oh, God damn. I wish they would have brought back Malia's boy ex-boyfriend. Oh that would have been fantastic. Yeah, I don't love Malia. Don't I love her. Malia just thinks she's hot shit. Yeah. She's a cute girl, and she knows it, and now she's, I don't know, she tries to present herself differently every time. Ugh, she annoying. does. She's annoying. I do like some of the new people. I like Katie the Chief Stew. I think she's going to be good. Her little feathered hair is very dated. Very dated. I know, but she's really Maybe cute. Maybe it's coming back, Anne, and we don't even know Could it. be. Could be. And she dated Jack. Yes, and I love Jack. Yeah. Jack was so fucking sexy. When they were younger. Mm-hmm. Lloyd, he's the mustache guy. He seems funny. Does look like Super Mario. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we have Z. He's new to yachting. Um, his whole family's into yachting. He knows nothing, which is hilarious. But he has his notebook. He's got so his cute. notebook. I lo- I, I'm liking him already. Courtney, hmm, don't know. Yeah, don't know. Don't know about her yet. Lexi was Miss Nassau. And she was funny because she's like, I'm not going to tell anybody I was Miss Na- Nassau. All of a sudden, somebody, where are you from? Oh, I'm from the uh, <laughs> Bahamas. Bahamas. I was Miss Nassau. <laughs> like, oh <my> God. <laughs> let's, let's not leave with it, but lead with it. And, and Cap- then David. Ahead. David's cute. David is cute, too. Yeah. And then Captain Sandy in her little meeting. She has to preface everything by saying that no drugs on board. Mm. Everybody, no drugs on board. Yeah. I mean, the the boat is freaking huge. Yeah, this is a huge, really big. Huge it's really yacht. pretty. It was it nice. Like and it. there were lots yeah. of stairs and a lot of little um, nooks and crannies in that in that boat. The the staterooms in the cabins were huge. Huge. These this first uh, group is from Texas. We we shall mm. see. Even when they were like telling Sandy this is not up to par, that felt fake to me. Did All it? of that felt like a setup. Yeah, I don't buy it. Order fucking food. It's ugh, yeah. It's they annoying. could have, and I feel like they knew going in that the chef was not well, and so why are they going to complain about it? It's like I they mean, knew. They knew. Were take they going to dinner? Expecting? Yeah, take them. Bring them to shore. Yeah, right? they hadn't even left yet. Let me pour some of my Chianti. Would you like some? No, thank you. I'm drinking rosé. I think it is. Oh no, it's my Valpolicelli. Sorry. Sorry. All right, New York. New York City. Lots of wow. uh, controversy about New York. Mm-hmm. We met Bershawn. Yeah. So last week we didn't have an episode. They skipped it. Okay. So I was wondering. So I'm like, did miss I miss one? one? But I didn't feel like I did. No. But yeah. Yeah. Bershawn is um, Ramona's friend? Question mark? Well, I, you know, I have to say when she picked her up, it was very comfortable. I didn't feel like it was a fake friendship. They seemed like they really knew each other. Maybe. I wonder no, how long. You didn't buy. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like how did how long did they know each other? Well, I forget where they said they met. They did say where they met, didn't they? Yeah, I don't remember now. I don't either. I don't really know. Do we know much about Bershawn and her background? Mm, Not yet. Just that she's a cancer survivor. Right. And she's divorced. Mm-hmm. That's all. Um. So Ebony's gonna show everybody Harlem and gonna have a big dinner party in Harlem. Yeah, the Harlem Nights dinner party. What's your What's the controversy you were talking about? Um, a lot of people are saying, okay, Ebony, we, we get it. Like we've been educated, you know, the dinner party wasn't a fun dinner party. It was, it was what it was. Let's move on. Like we're, we are seeing this on every franchise. Is this your sole purpose? Not that it's not needed. That's what I thought you were talking about. I didn't yeah. know if there was more. Um, I feel bad for Ebony because I do too. she's been put in this position. First off, they're filming during the fucking election, during this very heightened time. Yeah. 
this is the third franchise we're seeing go through this time. If this was the first one that we're just watching, yeah, it would be different. I feel like Ebony was put in a position where she thought she thought and felt like she had to teach these women mm-hmm. that this was what she was brought on to do, which is really shitty. It was like this was her assignment and she's following through with it. I just feel bad that she felt like she was put in that position. Although she says, this is kind of my job anyway, and this is what I do. Yeah, I think she enjoys doing it. I think she's doing a service for these women who really know nothing. But I just think <laughs> going to a party like that, people aren't going to respond the same way. Yeah. It's not a party that you're going to whoop it up. It at. was, it's, <laughs> no. you know. And when Ramona was like, um, I think my Virgo's <laughs> oh my <God>. be bad. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's coming. I can feel it. How much more talking are you going to do? Oh, it's coming. And then Sonia was like, is is it your vertigo? Yes. Look, I can prove it. (laughs) Let me close my eyes and bend over and fall over. That was the best acting that I've seen in a long time. Oh, my God. What did I think Sonia on Watch What Happens Live? Oh, she totally outed her. Yeah, she was like, listen, I gave her the ball and we went with it. You know, so funny. But Ramona always has an out. Either, you know, she's not feeling well or... She has another, you know, engagement to go to. Mm-hmm. I thought she totally has another date. I'm sure she does. Or she just wants to get the hell out. Well, and then Ebony went over to Ramona's house. And the minute Ebony started, I mean, listen, it's the it's election time. Yeah. That it had just happened. So it's really, really it's fresh. Part, it's part of Ebony's life. Yeah, but Ramona does not want to talk politics. No. And we all know why. Well, of course. And she should have just given Ebony a minute and let her you know, say what she was going to say. She doesn't have to agree with her. She doesn't even have to say anything. And Ebony said, I thought about this a long time. And how can I relate? How about that the next vice president is going to be a woman? How about that? Like, that's what we'll connect on. Yeah. Ramona was not Not having it. it. Not having it. She even said, I was laughing though, when Ramona goes, you know what? I want to thank you for what you're, what you've been bringing to me and I'm learning. And I even looked up microaggressions <laughs> and she's like, that's fantastic. Great. I mean, I have to give it to her. She's, she's trying in her own way. Ramona is trying. But the fact that she couldn't take it anymore, she <laughs> no. left her alone in her living room and Ramona went in the bedroom and talked to the dog. And then was just like, who does that? Like, who leaves someone in their home, goes in another room, and then she composed herself, came out in that way too short little mini skirt that she was wearing, (laughs) sat on the couch, and then wrapped her legs all around Ebony and was hugging her. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? Well, it's funny because if Ramona hadn't been in her own home, she would have left. But the oh, fact yeah. that she Ebony, had vertigo. Ebony stayed there and I fucking loved it. I love that she was like, I will not leave here when we're like this. Mm-hmm. Let's just finish it out. Ebony has a way of finishing a conversation, which I really appreciate. It doesn't always have to be perfect. Doesn't always have to be great, but she will try to make it so it's not like we hate each other at the end. She wants to finish it, complete it. Yeah, she does. And I also appreciate the fact that she wasn't going to let Ramona get off that easy where she was just going to leave and let it go. And then the next time she sees her, Ramona would forget it even happened. Well, yeah. And then Ebony would feel like she'd have to bring it up again to finish it. She wanted to finish it here. And the best was at the end. Ebony was like, overall, it's a shit show, but we worked it out. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. It was like Ebony realized, okay, this is it with Ramona. I'm not going any further. I can't do that. I can't do it anymore with her. That's fine. But I do feel like uh, who was telling Ebony, this is your assignment and you have to complete it. 
because that's what I feel bad about. I feel bad that she felt like this was her assignment on this franchise. And yeah. it shouldn't be that that shouldn't be it. That shouldn't be your role. No. no. But I I you know, I'm interested to see more of Bershawn. I Yes. She's she's very interesting. Now I'm not so sure if Bershawn and Ebony are gonna be getting along oh. because they're very different personalities. Oh, Ebony said I felt very undermined by Bershawn. Ooh. When when Bershawn was like, you know, I thought this was gonna be a fun party and not like a history lesson. It's like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, Beverly Hills. So last week is when Erica showed up and um, it was right after she filed for divorce. She walks in and she's just fucking talking in code. She does not say anything. Nor will she. No. It's very, um, I feel like she's really laying the foundation for her defense and the story that she wants to roll out there. Yeah, she wants it to be known that Tom was not a nice person to her. Then they would even flash back to maybe two scenes where we saw him shut her up. Which well, yeah. was rude. It they've was very shown that rude. Twice. Yeah, they've sh- they but keep showing it. This is not new news. This is no. She's known this since the beginning of time. But he paid for everything, and exactly. she was okay with it until she wasn't. I mean, let's be honest. They did not have a traditional marriage. It Mm-mm. was a business arrangement. She knew exactly what she was getting into, and the more stuff I hear about it, the more I feel like, yeah, she did. She did know that there was something going on. He was funding her. She didn't ask questions. She knew there was something shady, but she didn't necessarily want to know what, as long as she could live her lifestyle the way yeah. that she wanted to. So there was a scene where um, Sutton and her were talking, and Sutton said, I know what it's like to get divorced from a very powerful rich man. And I thought, I don't know if Erica knows that Tom is not rich. I, I still think she didn't know the extent of it. I can't imagine she knew what he was doing, that he was taking money from the orphans and the widows and all that. I can't imagine she actually knew that. However, one of our listeners, she has a law office and she's been very interested in this whole process. And they filed for bankruptcy. Erica's name was on the bankruptcy. So she knew they filed for bankruptcy a while ago. So there were money problems back then but no but the money problems go way back i mean his his law firm in fact it came up in the show years ago and i think didn't she blow it off and said oh you know it's a business it's a business thing right this is it's all through the business yeah so was he telling her i, I mean i could see where he would say don't worry about it honey like don't worry about it yeah i'm sure he, he didn't want her in his business that no. way yeah um, but there was a reason he was funneling money into her LLC and why he loaned her business mm-hmm. 20, was it 20, $20,000, 20 million? Oh, it's gotta be 20 million. 20,000 $20, would be nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. But I, but I still don't think she cared. It was like, okay, give it to me. I think she lived her life. She was living large and she knew not to ask questions and she just went along with whatever he said. Well, and now didn't we see that she will be testifying against him? Now, so do you buy that she filed for divorce? She like left him, never talked to him again. See, I don't believe that bullshit story. Mm, you don't. At all. So you think they did this to cover up, to kind of hide money. Yep. So th- this whole storyline that we're seeing right now is like, she's afraid of him. He's a high powered attorney. I'm going to get out and not speak to him. I you, think you she don't. would be too afraid to mm, just take yeah. off and drop him off at work and then hightail it out I mean, and go she, pack up the house and, yeah. and go. 
She I don't act, think she, she would do that. She acts like she's been afraid. So why why all of a sudden did she get that courage? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. I I think she she's going to tell the public what she wants us to believe in her story. But again, just the fact that she never came out and made a statement and apologized to the families or said publicly that she didn't know any of this was happening. She's never said anything. All she's kept doing is posting stuff, mm-hmm. inappropriate stuff yeah. for her situation. Yeah. True. It's hard not to include her in mm. all this stuff. And she can easily say, well, I can't because of the lawsuits and everything. Okay, you can't say anything about that. However, what are you doing online? What is all that about? Lay low, man. Yeah. yeah. Have some empathy for these people. Ugh. Yeah, it's just a crazy, messy situation. They, you know, she's she wants to paint a picture of Tom in a certain kind of way. And after seeing that clip with Lisa Vanderpump, it's like, ooh, he he is an asshole, man. If my husband talked to me oh like that, my God. I wouldn't say oh. anything. Well, I might say something at the moment. Oh, I would. But well, you, know, you know that we both would say something. <laughs> it was going to be like, wait, what? Excuse And not only that, she was like complimenting him, helping him. And he's like, excuse me, Erica, you don't speak when I'm speaking. Ooh, so God. condescending. Ooh. I get chills thinking that these women, I was thinking Paulina, Erica, are in those situations like, wow. It infuriates it, me. It does. I get boiled up. Yeah. I mean, fucking I pushed a guy on an airline this week. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> I, I was defending my husband. <laughs> you pushed a five foot five man on an airplane. <laughs> also, when Dan tells the story. He's six foot five. Yeah. yeah. Like he was a, he, she, he says, he was like a bodybuilder. I'm like, um, no, <laughs> no. I pushed his oh, chest. Yeah. I want to hear Dan's I was, story. I had balled the eyeball with. <laughs> I pushed his forehead. <laughs> I was like, Dan, you got to fucking work. Step back. I'll take care <laughs> yeah, of this guy. Don't hurt yourself. Um, um, okay, what about the Crystal and Sutton situation? What are your thoughts about uh, that? It's going you know, on and on. There's so many people that I are know. team Crystal and team... I listened to a whole clubhouse today oh, you on did. it. And it was over an hour about Is anybody on Sutton's side on clubhouse? I would think on clubhouse, everybody's on Crystal's side. Everybody, pretty much everybody's on Crystal's side because of the word violated. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had this... Not we, I was listening, but... <laughs> an hour long conversation about the use of the word violated and what it means. And, and I get the fact that people can feel however they want to feel and you can take violated. It it has a different meaning or connotation to different people, depending on how you view it. I mean, it could mean one thing to me and a different, you know, something else to you and the severity of what that means. But I think clearly Sutton is quirky. She stepped in the room. She probably said, Well, we know she said, well, what are you doing over there? Like, I don't don't know what you're doing over there. I think that Crystal kind of embellished it a little bit to make it sound like she was some creepy person because we heard it. We saw it. It replayed when she was on the bus and she was telling the story to Kyle and I don't know whoever else. It did kind of make it sound like Sutton was kind of a creeper. Yes. You know? Well, it made it sound like Sutton barged in. Yeah, you know, yeah, was doing but, something salacious. Right, And right. she wasn't. It's just quirky Sutton. She walked in the room. Was it weird that she came in to bring the coat? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But she's just a quirky person. Let it go. I wouldn't even think twice about it. And then they showed a clip of 
Kathy walking in on Sutton and Kathy didn't give a shit. She just kept coming and like, what are you doing in here? And it was a completely different because of the way that Sutton right. received it. So it's, I don't know. Well, I mean, and, I, and Kathy kind of said later on, she said, you know, Crystal hadn't been away from her family. Yeah. She obviously deals with body issues because she has this eating eating disorder she had an eating she had a so she is she's a private person yeah she's way more private she's not used to that i can understand where you would feel uncomfortable using the word violate she used it then she had to back it up and say this is what it means i mean she she knew that that was the word that was going to trigger people that people were going to be uncomfortable with so really she was like it means Failure to respect someone's rights. I under, I also understand that people can take violated so many different ways. Yeah, But Crystal wouldn't back down. She was like, no, I will not take it back that that's the way I felt. It wasn't I, intentional. It was, that's, the th- that's the thing. Sutton is harmless. Mm-hmm. Quirky, yes. They don't know each other very well. But then they had some intimate moments where Sutton was like telling her about her father committing suicide. And they were, you know, they had... Special moments together. I think, Crystal, this is her first time being filmed. She's a private person. That scene happened. It was caught. And she was like, shit, what is this going to look like? Is it going to look like she thought I was doing something weird in there? Yeah, so I true. think, and I and I get that. Like, I would be like, fuck, what is this going to, you know, she said that weird thing. And Crystal's kind of a hard nut to crack. Like, she hasn't really brought out her personality. I mean, we saw her kickboxing. But when she's in a group setting... With the other ladies, she's pretty quiet. Yeah, she is. I felt bad for Crystal because I felt like Sutton just let it go. Like, I feel that Sutton was kept going on like, take back that word violated because now you're making it sound like that. It's like Sutton, who the fuck cares? Like, let it go. Obviously, Crystal felt a certain way. Let it go. Yeah, your name doesn't have to be clear. Yeah, it's not that big of a fucking deal. deal. Like, like it's not tarnishing your reputation. What reputation do you have? You're wearing that fucking bow. Yeah, the bow. (laughs) You're the bow lady. The best (laughs) was when Kathy called her Thomasina. Thomasina. And she was like, what are you talking about? And then Kyle is dying laughing. And she goes, you know, like peeping Tom. Kyle and Kathy are the best. They're they're, they're funny. I fucking love it. We caught a little bit of Kathy's live. She is oh poopy. my god. She still thinks that people live can speak back to her. It's hilarious. well. The funniest part. I don't know if you caught the first part, but Mm-mm. they had two phones going live at the same time, and so there was all kinds of feedback, and they couldn't figure out why there were two screens, and they were both in the same oh screen god. because her friend was there. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, like Nikki, Nikki, and Nikki's so then, like, please, mom, please shut it down, shut please. it down. So then they get back on, and Kathy, it was very <laughs> weird, but she kept talking in a baby, like a little girl voice. Yeah, she was, and I was doing. Like, she went she back and forth. This? Maybe with this that. is where Paris gets it. Oh my gosh, it's very strange. Interesting. Yes, I heard her it, talk, it, baby. It's a little weird. It's a little <laughs> she's, weird. She's so kooky. Um, Cookie oh, and, and harmless. Lisa Rinna and the fucking Scott Disick oh. thing. Now you know she's loving she loves it. the attention that her daughter's getting dating Scott I mean, Disick. Any, uh, Dorit walked in she goes, yeah, hi Dorit, we're talking about my daughter and Scott Disick. Yeah. It's like, yeah, let it go, Lisa. Yeah. yeah. Let it <laughs> fucking go. <sighs> and everyone thinks it's weird. Yes. Everyone. Even, even Kyle, who's very good friends with the Kardashians. The Kardashians. She's like, he's 
old, too old and he has three kids. It's a phase. Let it go. Yeah. Mm, it's fucking it's weird. A phase. It's weird. Um, and then Portia and Sophia, that was so cute. That was very cute. When Sophia came home. Oh my God. And- I was I was actually laughing. I had a little tear too because I get I know, that. I know, I know. I get it too. So close. And during that time when COVID was, even uh, married to medicine, you know, they're like, we're doctors and we were told spray this spray that wash that you know we were so protective and here she flew home she couldn't hug her sister she had to be quarantined for a week so cute God, we've come so far in fact gina i went to the grocery store today for the first time with no mask i i well i kind of just forgot yeah and then i walked in and i didn't and i went oh and i realized yeah. it's okay i don't need to have a mask on it's okay i still wear it depending on where i'm going Me too. the grocery store i feel like i'm in enough space i mean everybody's still social distance yeah. but it is interesting to see about 50% of the people are still masking. Still wearing masks. I mm-hmm. went into Old Navy and when I walked in, I had it on and then I was like, I wasn't, I said to the girl, like, I'm not sure, do I wear it or do I not? And they're like, whatever, you know, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to. And I'm like, okay. So I kept it on and then I looked around, nobody had it on. I'm like, fuck this. I'm vaccinated. Yeah, I can take it, take off. it off. Like we need to start doing this now. Right. But anyway. Okay. Family karma. This, this was oh. the most, I was like really tearing up with this whole conversation. With Amrit and his granny. No, no. It was very real. Very sweet. Heartbreaking. He was on Watch What Happens Live. Did you see him I had, on? I had to stop it. Was it good? Really good. It was the first time. First off, it was kind of annoying because Andy's Andy goes, I never watched, you know, the other season. Which I know. Which is surprising. It's just frustrating. And then this is the first time he's had somebody from Family Karma on the show. And... Then he got his name wrong when he was talking about it before. He was mm-hmm. like, um, you know, an Amrit. I don't know. He said it wrong. And I'm like, at least watch the show. He did watch that scene where he told his grandma, you know, yeah. that he was gay. And I listened to him on Radio Andy. And he said he was so touched by this in all of Bravo history. Yeah. It was good. It was really good. Oh. I mean, different cultures, different mm-hmm. generations. How... You know, and she, his parents are so supportive of him. But what about that scene? It was almost like a hot mic moment where the mom and dad were in the car and the mom said to the dad, I want it. I want to say something to you because I'm feeling funny. Like I want to be proud and excited for our son, but I don't feel that way because it's different. And then the dad was like, but are you ashamed of you? She's like, no, I'm happy for him. But I'm not feeling that same way. And it was just so real. And I just thought, my gosh. I mean, these are very traditional families. Mm -hmm. And they are doing the best they can do. They love their son. They love their son's boyfriend of nine years. They love him. They accept him in the family. And she was just sad that she didn't feel the same way as her, about, other son. as her other son getting married to a woman. And she's like, is there something wrong with me? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty oh. progressive. I mean, to even... And you can tell that when he told his parents, his dad seems totally okay with all of it. His mom had a little more difficult time. And you could tell that when he told them that he was going to propose. She yeah. was a little hesitant, you know, but she's... But you she's, know what, what she went back to with that when when... Emery said, you know, I want to propose. And she's like, well, okay, so what about... She was going back to, like, the other son with the daughter, mm-hmm. the daughter-in-law. Yeah. Like, okay, so we have to get his parents involved. It's the tradition part that she's having a hard time right. with. Right. Because it's different. Totally different. And you have to tell Nona... And when he said, when Emery... After he told his grandma, and she didn't understand, 
at all. Like she mm-hmm. really did not understand. Very sheltered, I realized. Sheltered kept, and in the language. Keep, and they keep her sheltered. Yeah. What's the boyfriend's name? Or the... At, uh, uh, Nicholas. Adam Nicholas. Nicholas, yeah. So Nicholas has been in his life for such a long time. He's always around. And the grandma just thought they were friends. Yeah. Just, like brothers. That's what she I said. Know. I thought you were like brothers. It was just so innocent and so sweet. And then when Amrit said... It's okay. It's just every time I speak about it, I, I'm. It's always going to be a disappointment to people, mm, and that, that was heartbreaking. Ugh. I mean, I just felt it. Yeah, that like, was that's a lot. So sad. And even finally, when the grandma said, "No, no, no, I'm happy that you're happy. I will be happy." But then Emery was like, "But I know you're not." Yeah. Like I yeah. know that I'm disappointing you. Oh Oof. God, that was a lot. <sighs> that was so, a lot. This is why this show is so good because I feel like it's. You know, we said this before. These are all real family friends. They've known each other forever. And that's what makes this show so good. And then when they all celebrated Diwali together, they all work together as families. Very good friends. Partying. Having a great time. Yeah. I, I, do you think that Brian is still with this Dr. Monica? Oh, I don't know. Because he is not ready. She's like ready no. to settle down. No, no, it's no. been seven months. And... First, he's a little intimidated because she's a doctor and she comes from a family of doctors and he's not. He's in like IT or something. Yeah. Or he does consulting, which is what my son does. And you can never describe what it really is. But I mean, it's a respectable career, but it's not a doctor. Not a doctor. Yeah. But I wonder because she is so ready and he is so not ready. I wonder even watching this, it was kind of like, ooh, he's saying, no, 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 I'm not ready for this. Well, he said a couple years. How old is he? 28? Yeah, he's not a young kid. He's not young. Mm-mm. But yeah, he's clearly not ready. Also, I love the other Monica and her boyfriend, Rish. His family is fantastic. So fun. He's very accomplished. He is. He has his own restaurant. Yeah. I mean, they have money. Yeah, they definitely have money. I think they all have money. Also very cute that her father, Raj is now coming to all the family functions, feeling very comfortable. And then he goes to lunch with the ladies. I was dying. That's hilarious. All the guys are invited. All the husbands. Only um, Amrit's dad and he come. And they're like, you have got to go out dating again. And then they said, out of all of us, who is your most your type? Oh, oh my, my God. God. That was, was hilarious. So funny. And then Vishal and Risha, I don't see them getting married. really they're like buddies to they're me. like brother sister yeah i think they're comfortable with each other they have fun together mm-hmm. but i, uh, I don't they know. are getting along better now than we have seen them in the past yeah but it does mm. feel very comfortable she does get a kick out of him i mean he is funny well, he is funny <laughs> but do you want to marry him <laughs> i mean you know <laughs> We didn't see much of our friend Dylan this episode. I mean, he was there. No, we didn't. They threw some good parties. Those oh, Patel fun parties. I want to go to one of their parties. I, I definitely want to attend. Yeah. So we're going to save Maths Australia. We saw the first episode of the dinner party. Oh, it was something else. And so good. They cut it off. So we're going to wait to talk about it after this week's probably the finale of the dinner. It's got to be the finale of the dinner party. It was amazing. God, it's so good. <laughs> This season is so good. This cast. Oh, by the way, while we were camper vanning, we were next to these ladies, girls, I'll call them girls. I was talking to them and they're from Australia. And we're just chatting for a while. And so finally I said, do you guys watch maths? And they jumped up. They're like all nurses or something. And a couple of them said, oh, I've seen a couple of uh, seasons. One of the ones that was out of control. That was really funny. But I've realized that Australians either love it or they hate it. Mm. 
And so then later Dan says, did you tell them, you know, that you talked about like, Hell no, because I was gauging their interest. And they yeah, were like, yeah. yeah, there's a few things that are funny, but it's kind of embarrassing. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to yeah, tell never them. Never mind. I'm not going to tell them that we absolutely fucking love it. <laughs> and we have people on from the show. Um, but we're waiting for this because we have a special person that's going to come on and talk maths Australia with us. So um, that's yeah, we why can't we're wait. saving it. Yes, but I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy that you oh, are back. Is there anything you're watching on Netflix or anything that I'm missing? Um, other than Too Hot to Handle? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Not I yet. I haven't no. missed much then. No. I mean, there's stuff out there. I think there's new some new Netflix stuff coming. I have but... I have seen some things that I'm like, oh, I gotta catch that. Lupine um, season two is out. I don't think you ever. No, nope. I did not. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Oh, Big Brother is starting. You don't. You're not a Big Brother fan, but it's coming in July. Um, when are we going to get our fucking Bravo Con tickets? I wow. was reading up wow. on that. And what? It said, it said that in 2019, when we went, that the tickets went on sale two months before, which I don't think that's right because it was in November. That means that the tickets were on sale in September. I thought we bought them in June. I thought we did too. June or July. Mm-hmm. So no, they, we it's had been like radio silent. Very quiet. Which is weird. Are they holding off? I don't know. But are we going to have to wait until September or mm. August to buy tickets? I need to plan my... We need <laughs> my to plan our outfits and coats. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Between the two of us, we probably have 30 coats. And I think I told you that while I was in Iceland, the coat that I brought that I thought was a raincoat, um, when it rained, it was not a raincoat. Unbelievable. I, I can't believe it. I've had this coat oh, wait, for you years. You thought it was water resistant and it wasn't? Yes. It's a raincoat. Well, no, it's not. It's not. So so I had to buy a new one. Oh. So I have a new bright yellow. I look like a fucking crossing guard. Dan insisted that it be yellow because he loved it. And I'm like, whatever. I don't care. As long as it keeps me dry. You needed it because you were out in the wilderness. Yes. And if someone had to rescue oh. you, you needed that fucking I think yellow I did. coat. I think I did. So <laughs> then I had to bring it home. And then I bought a Icelandic sweater because everybody wears these lamb is very big there the sheep are crossing the road constantly yeah so they have these sweaters and you go yes that's iceland well i buy it there because it's freezing there i come home and it's 105 degrees so i cannot wear it. i won't be i will probably never wear it but save i have it, it. i have it save it for your case. next trip yes Give us a follow on Instagram. Yeah. Um, give us a rating. Yeah, we are in need of some new yeah. reviews. We haven't had any lately. We haven't. Do us a favor. Do the dames a favor. Yeah, leave us a five-star review. <laughs> Please. We need it. We need to feel the love. Listen, we're not begging you to join a Patreon. No, so. we're not. <laughs> we're not. We may soon, but we're not yet. <laughs> Have a great weekend. See you Happy next Fourth week. of July. Oh yes. Happy Fourth. Yeah. Plans? We're all getting together. We're all going to the same There is nothing like a day. Nothing in the world. Same place, We're Sam. all going to the same place. We're celebrating Fourth of July. I'm going to San Francisco tomorrow to see the Van Gogh. The Van Gogh exhibit. experience? Yes. That looks amazing. I I've saw it dying. online and it yeah. looked, or on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's like, it keeps coming up on Instagram. Yeah. I'm it's so amazing. Fascinating. My son actually saw it in Mexico City and he's oh, he here did? now and he said, I'll go with you. And I said, I, I oh. will take you up. So that's what we're doing tomorrow. Good for you. That's why we're taping a day early. Yeah. So anyway, enjoy your weekend. Bye. Bye. There is nothing like a day. Nothing.